With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. This is Ricey. You've been hearing my friend Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk, for years on the Radio and Garage Logic podcast. I strongly recommend you sit down with Josh for your no cost, no obligation, 48 minute consultation on your investments, including your IRA and 401k. You can benefit from Josh's years of experience navigating different market and economic conditions, and he'll always give you straight talk and not sugar coated advice. Give Josh a call now at 952-925-5608 to book your no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did and tell him Ricey sent you. Don't forget to ask, why is it 48 minutes, Josh? Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Ricey is a paid in Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Patrick, would you rather be the Lions and inept for years and years and years, or the Lions now and suffer a heart-breaking, crushing defeat? Uh, Dan Campbell, I was afraid, would be a meteor going across the sky, and I think uh, he'll be out of there in two years. Uh, he's, uh, he's going to be, uh, you know, it's fun until you have your first chance ever to go to the Super Bowl and, uh, or the second chance, I guess they were in one other NFC title game Mm -hmm. and he personally screws it up. You have, it it is so simple that it's 24 to seven. They come down and you hold them to a field goal. Now you're back, and you can kick a field goal mm-hmm. and remain three scores. You know, you're two scores ahead then. They can't beat you with two scores. I know everybody's saying the same thing, but I'm just flummoxed why he would. The macho took over his soul, and <laughs> and his brain was not operative. It's uh you kick that field goal and you and they don't have that great momentum that you just provided them. They, you're back seventeen ahead. Now there's they're in a panic. They're still in a panic, and it's uh, it's too bad because they won't be back. Alliance, they will never be back to this point with Dan Campbell as their coach. I can okay. I give you that promise. Uh, in fact. They will not be in the playoffs next season, I predict. Because mm. Dan Campbell, he's going to be a, he's a, 
He's a comic figure. He's a lovable figure when he's, you know, pulling this stuff off. But the, it has to wear out. It, it, the, the bluster has to wear out. And now, after that game, which you have to come in and say, I'm sorry I disappointed my team. I made a couple of terrible decisions. I should have kicked a field goal to put us three scores uh, ahead, and I should have kicked a field goal to tie the game. Uh, But I didn't, and I was stupid, and I apologized to the entire fan base of the Lions instead of saying I have no problem with it. Uh, You know, now I can't remember the last coach who did it. He could have even said it's all on me without (laughs) being specific. He could have said it's all on me, but – they will never be – what we did find out, too, yesterday in the second half is Jared Goff's fine as long as he doesn't have a guy right next to him, you know, as long as somebody's not about ready to hit him because oh, right. he played terrible the second half, too. Oh, once, they were – thing got going. That was a monumental cl- – that entire yeah, – because yeah, San Francisco half. was awful in the first oh, half. Oh, God, yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, Brock Pur- – all of a sudden, Brock Purdy needs a spy? You're letting him run for 20 yeah. yards. Where's the D de- – where is the defense? Where's – you know, they got to be a That defense was, ne- was never that good. Their, their no, secondary they weren't that, not good. that good. No, they've, they've given up – Hutchinson's in, good. They've given up incredible numbers of yards, but uh, – passing wise throughout the playoffs but yesterday basically purdy the all the big plays purdy made most of the big plays he made were with his feet mm-hmm. scrambling and he takes off and he's got 20 yards to run you know it's uh yeah it was a uh if, if you're a lions fan uh you know it was a fun season but man alive when you're up 24 7 at halftime and you don't and you avoid staying 17 points ahead halfway through the third quarter, into the third, in, later in the third quarter, you can still be 17 points ahead. Kick the field goal. God almighty. Well, that kid dropped, uh, the, the kid that dropped the first fourth down pass dropped a couple, and they were oh, yeah. awful drops. Yeah, the first one was, that was a tough catch. The guy didn't throw the ball where it should have been. That was, but the second one was brutal. Yep, down by the goal line. Yep. Yeah, that was awful. Reynolds, right? Reynolds, Reynolds. yes. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that was that was terrible. I was I was all in in on the Lions, man. I was hoping for a Lions Chiefs Super Bowl. So it would have been fun to see the Vikings fans' reaction on Twitter if they had if the Lions had completed that. Because what? Why? Just, oh, because Vikings fans, for the most part, did not want. They were very upset. They did not want Detroit to win. Why? They don't because they they're in the division. They don't like the Lions. The Lions are supposed to suck. Well, the Lions are supposed to suck, and that's what makes it fun I, that they don't. But when they well, rear up and get good, we don't like that. Well, yeah, well, then you're an idiot if you if you were rooting against the Lions because they're in the same division. For goodness sakes. They were they were one and sixteen against Chile and Tice. I'll repeat. Yep. Uh, the fact whether they won or lose yesterday has nothing to do with what happens next season with your club against the Lions. I mean, it's it's nothing that it does not diminish or increase the Lions' status as an opponent, whether they win or lose next year. Right? You're still. 
I think you know, we're very jealous, still, Pat. I they think that's still what it comes have better. They still have better players than you do. So. I think we're very jealous. Uh, my uh, my uh, heartbreak though was my guy Gibbs. I love Gibbs. That fumble, hoof. Yep. That was bad. That was bad. You can't be fumbling there, son. Lose, Nick Saban would have never settled for that. He would have benched you forever. And, and I think and they I, did pretty much yeah, bench him. Yeah, yeah, yeah which they surprised went, me actually. They went from with, Dan Campbell. Yeah, they went with the other guy most of the game. I saw Campbell came over and like gave a hand slap to Reynolds after that second drop. I I would have kicked him in the ass, but uh, you know that was that was the game. But it was uh, you know it was uh, it was it was it was a horrible loss. There's no doubt about it because you got your. I think I think Detroit might be better than them. I'm not a big 49er guy. I'm not. I don't like them that well. I, you know, but they had Debo back, so that makes a difference. But yes, uh, but uh, how they could look that shoddy the first half was uh, a pretty amazing to me. When you have all your weapons back, so how about Baltimore? What the hell know. happened there? I don't know. Lamar looked. Lamar made a made that fantastic play early in the game for the long touchdown, and uh-huh. the only other play he made the whole game was when he completed the pass to himself. He was terrible. And Kansas City, I wouldn't say quietly, but sort of secretively, has become very good defensively. I mean, the the second half of the season, they've been terrific defensively. And uh, they they managed to keep Lamar from getting out and running and hurting him. And uh, usually when you put that put pressure on him he'll just break out and take off for 30 yards and you're in you're in bad shape but uh, they made him they made him throw off platform and he doesn't do that too well uh, and where was the the rest of the Ravens run game yeah I don't know because the Chiefs run defense is not great and the Ravens just I don't know what they were thinking no no I was happy to see Harbaugh get beat, though. After his speech last week, I was happy to see him lose. You know, he was oh with the Bible, the biblical biblical references. This is sports, NFL. They the Bible doesn't recommend you have eighty guys out there kicking the crap out of each other every Sunday, right? And trying to do the other one bodily harm. Does the Bible (laughs) support that? The Bible had nothing to do with that win. Or, well, if it did, then why didn't we talk about it yesterday after that? Uh, after it that went Im- Old Testament yesterday. Yes, after that. Fire and brimstone yeah, yesterday. After that horrible defeat, it was, uh, well, you know, they only got 17 points, but Mahomes was brilliant, I thought, oh, didn't you? I yes. mean, he's, he's not throwing any interceptions, and he's, you know, he, and, and, Two games in a row, two playoff games in a row. Our guy Valdez, what you call it, ended up making the play. Ended up making the catch that saved the game. And how does Mahomes still trust him? That's my I question. Don't know. He sees him running behind there, and he kind of backs up and catches it, falls to the ground. Play. And last week, same thing. Last week, he was he caught the pass that then you can just run out the time. Although when I see that game yesterday, and it's still competitive, and they complete that pass, and you know it's over because they can just kneel, I'm on the Bud Grant camp that we got to do something. No kneeling to get rid of the kneel. Mm. Maybe if you can't, how about if you kneel? 
it's only a 15 second runoff or something. You know, what, you know, let, if, if you choose to kneel. Well, didn't Bud say stop the clock? Bud wanted to, if you didn't make a yard, it stopped the clock. Okay. But that would, that would require an incredible number of measurements, right? But he'd come out there with a yardstick, I guess. But, yeah, but when you kneel, you lose a yard. So, yeah. You, you would take away the possibility. Yes, that's true. But then I, what I'm saying is, did they make a yard? If they only made a half a yard, Uh-oh. then would we have to come over and I think if you measure? run it from a formation, the clock doesn't stop. Like, like if you yeah. are in a normal formation, then the clock won't stop. But, yeah, if you just step back and kneel, yeah. I get his point. Yeah, I do, too. It's, the last two minutes shouldn't be, you know, oh, they don't have any timeouts. Right. The game's over. Yeah. And because uh, once that. Once, whatever his name is, I can never, Valdez Scantlin, is yep. it? Scantling? Uh, Scantling, yep. Marquez Valdez Scantling. Once he made that catch, the game's over. Yep. And uh, that's, uh, that's the, the NFL, which spends so much time, although they've also, they've ruined the drama of the onside kick, too. That's, a, that's another thing. Uh, I think, did the guy, uh, crazy babbling Greg Olson, I think it was he the one that said yesterday there was only four all year that were four out of. I think Seifer tweeted many, that too. Some yeah. four or two was it two or four? Onside That's kicks. something I'd like to see. Fixed. It's like five percent of the onside kicks are recovered now. You know, instead of twenty, you can even bobble it around and yep, can't get it because the other guy they can't load up one side. Yes, so yeah, I would uh, I would like to see that. Uh, you know that. There should be some element that allows you to get back in the game. The idea I've seen and it's been discussed is a I think it would be akin to a fifteen yard, like like first and fifteen or fourth and fifteen. So you put your offense out there. If you convert it, yeah, something you like get that. to keep the ball. Yeah. Yeah, that would because uh, the kickoff's dead. Yeah. Like the kickoff ain't coming yeah, back. The kickoff's not coming. But that drove Bud crazy too, but I told Bud they they've they've decided that the that a real kickoff causes injuries. Right. Which is interesting because in Canada, they still have the rule. If you, if you don't bring the ball out of the end zone, it costs you a point, you know? So you gotta, <laughs> you gotta bring the, you know, you gotta bring the kickoff out of the end zone. Mm-hmm. So which a, but I guess if you're playing up in Canada, that means you're desperate enough to play pro football that you had, that you're willing to risk life and limb. To. Your brain's not <laughs> no, nearly as important as it no, is. No, it's not. No, it gives you. It still gives you a chance to play. But uh, uh, it just Kansas City, Detroit would have been eminently more interesting than Kansas City and San Francisco. San Francisco's oh, Detroit would have led itself to so many great stories. Well, you know who uh, the the pass rusher though didn't do anything yesterday. Uh, the the good pass rusher for Detroit, the guy that's usually Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Second half, he didn't do a thing. No, that second half they didn't do. No, they didn't. But I think, uh, but they they wouldn't have had him on Trent Williams' side of the line. So I don't know. He didn't. They didn't. They didn't make Brock properly uncomfortable in the second. They half. They were about as uptight in the second half as the Vikings were in '98. And all you got to do is kick the field goal, and you're still 17 ahead, and nobody's uptight. The Coach Campbell, that was your turkey, baby. And then was that followed? So, so was that was that followed by the Gibbs fumble? 
because the Gibbs fumble gave him a real sure. That's why I, I thought I felt- the Gibbs fumble tied it. I thought that uh, the Gibbs fumble fumble resulted in a tie. Yes, resulted in a tie, yeah. but it was that was that was twenty four to ten. So they scored okay. another one, and then Gibbs fumble. Then right afterwards, Gibbs fumbles, and then then they go in and tie it. Because you two could see that later. You could see the hands start to go around the throat at that mm-hmm. point. Yes, yes, yeah. It's. Uh, it's uh, I, I would imagine if you're a Lions fan, you're not surprised, <laughs> are you? I, that's a very good question. Yeah. No, I would guess you're not. You've seen this enough. Some fine, uh, some fine uh, material though today. I'm sure for our friend Dan Cole, right? He can. Oh yeah. He can pretend like it broke his heart or something like yeah. that. So yeah. Anyway. Uh yeah. It was. Uh, it was. It wasn't as incredible day of football as it was a week earlier. The Sunday a week earlier was more, divisional more rounds exciting. a better day. Yeah, I used to think I used to think championship Sunday was the best. It'll, the last I don't know how many years it's been the divisional Sunday. Yeah, the uh, of course I pine for the days of the eleven thirty central kickoff. For the first game of the day, at two o'clock, right? I uh, it's now two. Yeah. No, no. It used to be eleven thirty and two, right? No, eleven thirty and three. Okay. Yeah. Here, right? Three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they need time. Right. Yep. They got to give away the trophy and stuff. But yep. the eleven thirty, I covered the eleven thirty game six, seven, eight times. Generally speaking, I'd cover that eleven thirty game by myself, and then we'd have a columnist and a beat writer at the other championship game and. None of those things happen anymore in the world of the newspaper. I wonder how many newspapers cover that aren't involved cover uh, NFL championship weekend. I sp- probably not many. Maybe the the Times probably doesn't anymore. Maybe just the Post and the New York Times. Maybe. I don't know. No, all the New York Times has the athletic cover right. for them. So Yeah, they, they technically don't have a sports department That's anymore. That's right. I forgot about that. That's, uh, yeah, that's terrible. I mean, heck, the... The uh, Super Bowl, Pat. I'm curious, how, like, for daily newspapers. Yeah, I'm sure that a lot of them still go, but uh, I don't know if we're – Craig has been going for us, but I don't know if that's still happening or not. Craig is now the Sid. He's on the Hall of Fame Hall committee, of Fame committee yeah. so one way or the other. I, God bless him. I would never want to do that. Sit around and – well, you. but you've got to give – if you have a player, yes, it's your job to come up with trying to convince a bunch of – Guys, I'd... yeah, well, I I would have liked to have been in the room to hear a Sid oh. speech when he Sid's he's you know you can you can try to do it with sugar or you can try to do it with <laughs> vinegar and I got a hunch he chose the vinegar and told them what idiots they were for not uh, oh. not voting for his guys you know <laughs> what was the thing I I heard he basically single handedly helped keep Tinglehoff out. Yeah. Yeri out. <laughs> you idiots, you stupid MFers. <laughs> you don't vote for this guy. Yeah, he did. I'm sure he had. You know, and he did. Even five or six years after he stopped actually uh, uh, tra- sending stuff into the office, he had to get somebody to type it for him. Those last five or six years, he'd. Uh, uh, he he still went to the thing because so he could years after he started, he still liked to be on the committee and he, sure. he went to the committee until he was damn near ninety, I would guess. I don't know, yeah, Craig. So 
Well, but but it was a smaller committee back then, mm-hmm. and you had crusty old guys. The, the NFL back then had the crustiest old Bob Oates and uh, you know all, all those guys. Were the committee was just a bunch of guys who covered the first Super Bowl and stuff, and then they, they've kind of expanded. It's up to fifty dollars. Yeah, and they got some ex players, and, and it's very it's yeah, it's definitely a. Uh, it's definitely not not a crusty old. I, I, there who, are some crusty guys. Who left, is the guy I mean. from Baltimore? John Stedman. John. The the legend was John Stedman worked hard to keep some of those Vikings out of the. Oh really? Okay. Out of the Hall of Fame. Doesn't look like our guy Jim Marshall's ever going to make it. Is no, he? it's and it's, uh, that's sad. That's too bad. Why is he the line in the sand? Is my question. I don't know. I don't There's know. something about that one. I don't. No, I don't. And he's uh, you know, he's a. He's not in the best of health these days, so it would have been nice if it if it would have happened. But uh, there was ample time too. He doesn't get in the doesn't make the final ten anymore, does he? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know what why they you, you look at some of the guys they're putting in, you can't figure out why he didn't get in. Now his his number one guy is no longer around. Has screamed to yell at people, bud. Yep. So uh, that's that's unfortunate to say the least. It's the new year, and everyone is talking about their resolutions. The Canopy Group has a New Year's resolution for you. Last year, over 2,700 Minnesotans conquered their complacency and contacted the Canopy Group for their home and auto insurance needs. 80% of those people had only one agent with one company. No options. The Canopy Group offered them 40 professionals with 16 companies. The Canopy Group's New Year resolution has always been to annually examine every existing Canopy client. Each and every day, the Canopy Group team is reaching out to their client base and moving many clients from one of their 16 companies to a different company that they also represent. This is a great call for the Canopy Group to make because it is their ongoing promise to always provide their clients with the best coverage at the best price and forever doing away with insurance complacency. Call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Tailored to your schedule, customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little you need. You can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Factor is your solution for fast, premium meals without the need for cooking. Also discover more than 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up those springtime goals. Head to factormeals.com slash unchained50 and use code unchained50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while subscription is active. That's code unchained50 at factormeals.com. Anywho. Well, Bud's Bud's words on Marshall should have meant Something is what I mm-hmm. thought. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. Sid yes. berated people. But, I mean, Bud Grant coached the guy. Yeah, right. And called him, what, the best, best player? Best player ever had. Yeah. Just because he was so reliable and a leader. And, of course, he wasn't going to say it was Allen because he ended up in a feud with right. him. But uh, Marshall was. And Carl he, was great. How can you put the two of the purple people leaders in it? I mean, Gary Larson and Doug Settle, and they're not. But the three, right. the three guys that were the purple people leaders. Should be in, you know, yes. all three of them. So. Well, and I mean, the consecutive game streak, the longevity, everything. 
Yeah. Like, I get the drawbacks, but it, to me, it wouldn't be enough to keep him out. The fact that uh, he had a bad game in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs was uh, isn't a good enough reason. That's a remarkable one. So that was a bit, it feels like that's no longer yeah. even considered for players, but it was at one time. Oh, yeah. I mean, Tinglehoff, one of the reasons was Curly, he had a bad day against Curly Culp. And didn't Gary have a bad day like against Pittsburgh in that Super Bowl? Yeah, but Neary was... Like, and that kept him out for a while? Not not too long, though. I think he got in pretty quick. I think it was Chad Oslin, your guy, who who had to do all of the research to finally present. Say, for, yeah, Neary. Look at this guy's career. Yeah. Yeah. He was... Uh, what, what, he spent about half, a little more than half here, and then where'd he go, the ramp? Where'd he go? No, he, he spent almost his whole career here, and then you know, he and, okay. and then went to the Rams at the okay, very end. Okay, he was, he was here almost his whole career. But yeah, Oslin got him in. He and Fran were like this. Oh, they were not buddies? No, he did not like Fran. Fran's probably could I be. I think because of a self-promotion, you know, was <laughs> he kind of considered uh, considered Fran to be a bit of a and Yuri was self-promoter. The, Yuri was one of the draft picks that they got in the Fran trade, right? Yes. That yes, was used I on think him? it was, yeah. was probably the most important of them. Yep. They had, you know, they got a couple other good players, but that was... That was kind of when the you got the first time you said the draft means something because they used to just give away picks and you know they gave away they gave away a first rounder for George Shaw Van Brocklin did the first overall pick I think in because uh, they had that bonus pick for the 1962 yep. season. He gave him away for George Shaw, who got benched after one quarter of the first game of the season. They also gave away a ton for Gary Quazel, who after Fran left, who did couldn't play, you know. Mm-hmm. So and they luckily they had Cap to replace him. So that was right about you know, right about then when you started saying, you know Might not want to do might, that. Might want to take some of these good players then. So there he was Yuri was a uh, a beast, that's for sure. He's still with us. Yuri's still Yuri, with yeah. us, right? He's still with yeah. us. We don't. He isn't of of the. I don't think he does of the old no. old Vikings being lauded. You don't. You haven't read much about Yuri. Nobody calls Yuri to get. His I don't quotes. think there's an affiliation much, right? Because no. you you've got uh, you got Kraus who's still here, who's here He's in town. Yeah, a lot of Stellar's in, in town. Yeah. Um, the the guy who's popped up on Facebook now a lot, and I didn't hear from him for a long time because of how he left here, was Ed White. Oh yeah, he's I see Ed White born. on you know yeah. t- talking about his Vikings days now. Yeah. Well, look back at that. That was a pretty good club. Oh, <laughs> with that defense and that offensive line, that was a pretty good club. Yeah. They, well, but you know they what? looked a little slow against Kansas City. I'll say that. But that's the lo- that's the loss, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the Steelers, Cowboys, and Raiders were probably superior teams, right? Yeah. Yes. It never occurred to us that we could have lost to the Chiefs that year. What was the – I think the final point spread was only 12-and-a-half, though. It, it kept – it went down a little because the Jets had won the year before as, what, 18-point underdogs or something yep. to the Colts? Yep. So but – the, but the Vikings, I think it was – Maybe the official line was twelve and a half, maybe thirteen and a half, something like that. But we never never occurred to us that we could lose that game. So yeah. Zambi always told me he watched the warm ups and he saw where Jan Stenner we had old Freddie coming out there kicking these straight little, on little straight on line 
might get over the mark from the 40 and Steiner instead of Rudy said I saw the ball way up in the air, <laughs> way up in the air there and I said oh we're in trouble they're different kind of athletes these guys well that was uh yeah disappointing hey uh, but before we carry on here Patrick tell me about your favorite place to buy a car uh, Valley Group of GM dealers Hastings which I got to admit I haven't been to that store, but I'm sure it's fine. And my guys out in Apple Valley, Jim Paul and Brett Paul. Brett's running the store out in uh, Apple Valley now. I've uh, gotten my last five, six cars from those fellas. Uh, I was out there the other day and uh, got my uh, usual great service. And uh, you, you get they got a threat of selection of vehicles right now. Uh, a lot of SUVs, Buick SUVs, uh, the, the GMC trucks, good prices right now. But the one thing about these fellas is once you buy something there, they'll take care of you. If you got any problems, they'll uh, make sure that those are solved. And uh, they're just good folks, loyal folks. And they have uh, veteran salespeople too, who are not, uh, you know, who will uh, know how to uh, satisfy a customer. So, Jim Paul, Brett Paul, Valley Group of GM dealers, Apple Valley and Hastings. Now's a good time to buy. Uh, prices are down a little bit, and interest rates are good. You get out to Twins Fest. I saw you at the luncheon on Friday. I was at the uh, luncheon Friday. I did not make it to Twins Fest. I uh, was going to go Saturday, and uh, then I uh, I decided I wanted to write a Rick Stelmazy column, so I was I spent the day writing that after Stelly got in. And uh, I wish I'd gone, though, to see the lines for Joe. Apparently, 6 o'clock in the morning, they're lined up back to Target Center. Outside, I saw that Phil's Outside. story about that. I went, yeah. but I didn't go till eleven or so. Yeah, okay. Nice crowd. Yeah, that was a really did. nice crowd. They only they made it a one day deal now. Yep. So uh, you know, if you want to go and meet the players, good turnout of players, I guess. Huh? Buxton was there. And, yep. Uh, really good turnout. Buxton Kepler was there. Huh? Kepler was there. Oh, really? Jeez, that's pretty good. Oh, he gets uh, moved. Uh, maybe he won't get moved. And uh, Correa showed up. He was. Did he stay for the? Yep. He stayed for Twins he Fest too. That was uh, when a Thursday night when he uh, showed up to get the uh, defensive the, the defensive player award, right? I think so. I think so. And uh, I was I was I was kind of surprised that he. But he was uh, he was um, you know he knows this is where he is. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of trying to make the best of it, right? Maybe he wanted to be somewhere else, but uh, seems like it. Yeah, he's uh, and he's, you know, the fact that he ended up not getting the huge deal that that they wanted, but he got a very he got a very comfortable deal here, two hundred million. Yes. So uh, especially for a guy who was uh, red flagged, health. Yes, yeah, red flagged with the bad yep. uh, legs. I I just. I don't know. He says his uh, his Achilles is uh, fine. So apparently, the best thing that happens to you when you get plantar fasciitis is for the plantar to break. Yes, and then you're then you're, you're good. fine. You're good. So that is, that is extremely weird. But he must have played. He he had that little spell of about a week. But I think it, before that, which was in August, right? Mm-hmm. I think he'd only missed four games or something like that. So he was playing. And uh, 
And he, it makes a difference when he's playing, too, because, man, he's a good shortstop. Oh, God, he's is a he fantastic, a good shortstop. And uh, makes everybody else around him uh, better. Next year he'll have, uh, well, Jorge might still be here, so then I don't know what they're going to do. But uh, he'll, uh, he'll have a couple of young guys to mentor there at uh, Julian at second and, uh, and uh, uh, Royce at third. Royce is okay at third. I wouldn't call him great yet. But uh, has our old buddy Kyle Farmer? Did he get a job someplace? Did he's, he sign? He's back here. He oh. still he they they worked out an agreement with, with oh, him. Oh, really? But there's still a possibility that he might get traded. Oh, okay. But he's back. He's back for now. So they he was a free agent, wasn't he? Uh, arbitration, arbitration eligible. Arbitration eligible. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think they, they worked they, out. An they agreement. let him go to arbitration. I think or Nick he Gordon, didn't go to arbitration. He didn't go to arbitration. I think Nick Gordon's the only guy that was going to arbitration. Wow. That's risky, Nick. That was what I was thinking. I was. It was funny. I was looking at the. Uh, they had video. They were showing video of the celebration after they won a playoff game, and it looked like Nick got a lead, a, a, a walk off triple to win the game or something. <laughs> Nick was down there jumping around like crazy, as though he had something to do. He basically missed the entire season, didn't he? Yeah. Had a few at bats in September. Yeah, he got hurt in. May early, early, early on, yeah, yeah. created. Uh, was he the reason Julian got called up the first time? I'm not sure. It might have been. Not sure, uh, but uh, you know, he's. I, I uh, the 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 only way he's got a chance to stay around is they're not going to bring back a full time backup center fielder. Yes. So they're going to need one on the roster. They're going to need somebody who can play out there when Buck. So Austin, it. so wait, Austin so, Martin could be the guy. Austin yeah. Martin Castro, they're planning on yeah. him playing Castro, out, yeah. out there. If Buck, are, are you are you buying this Buck stuff? You know, he, uh, I'm back. I'm gonna. I, no, I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. But I think they both both parties decided we'll get your foot in the best possible. We'll take you to yep. the your knee. greatest specialist in the world. Your knee, excuse yeah. me. We'll get you in the best shape we can and see if you can play center field. And if you can't, then then we don't know what we're going to do. That's I think you're That's right. right. You know? I, I think this is it. Yeah. They just, you can't have him be your DH. He yep. had 215, didn't he? Wasn't he average 215? Yeah, what it was, was bad. It? it was bad. But I, I think you're right. And I, I think the reason why they're not even discussing him possibly going to a corner outfield spot to help is I think it's standing on that knee. Yeah, too. I do too. And I mean, they literally and, cut off a flap. Yeah. So this is a big deal. Yeah, and there's it is not any doesn't save anything that he's not playing center field. If he's going to play, right. let him play where he's comfortable and, yep. and see if it works. Be great if it worked. He looked pretty good. Look, well, oh, but he's, looked, he's always looked. But good. he's always yeah, he always looks good, and we always hear it's going to be a new year, and then we read it's going to be a new year. I, I just I think there's a I think there's a healthy um, amount of pessimism, pessimism missing. The fans are allowed to uh, be pessimistic. Yes, I think you can say, okay, I'll believe when yeah, I see let's, it. Let's yeah, let's. The other thing is, be interesting in spring training. Does he play his first game March fifteenth? Right. Or do they when they start playing against the Gophers on February twenty seventh? Is he going to be in center field? Is he gonna? Is this gonna? Are they gonna treat him like a full time player or not? I got. I guess not. 
I guess not. And if they're not, it concerns me that Willie Castro is going to be counted upon, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Michael A. Taylor had his faults. Yes, yeah, so he, he could go get him. him. Oh, man, he was good in center field. He was, you know, he was, he was damn near Buxton. He was. And does he cost you, know, you that much? That's my question. Well, I, th- I, still think, I, think the, I think the deal is not what it cost him. It's they got Castro and Austin Martin and figure they don't need him. You know, Austin Martin. But Austin Martin, it's a new position for him, too. Right. I mean, he's supposed to be a great athlete. Was he around this week? Or I didn't. I didn't. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if they have him. In, they didn't have him in Florida learning how to play center field, did they? I haven't seen anything about it. With Brad Style down there? Yeah, <laughs> Brad Style. He's here every day. Oh, yeah. Miguel is here every day. We let We let Miguel get away, man. We let him get away. Who signed him? Washington. Angels. 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 Wow. Him. Makes up for show. Invite high. to spring training. Makes up for <laughs> show. High. Show eight. Yeah, you think Mike yeah. Trout's going to be impressed? <laughs> yes, right. I bet Trout, they, they're going to trade Trout. Boy. No. No. They should. They should, yeah. They've, they should have traded Otani, actually. Yeah. They're, uh, they're beyond, you know, Trout's got a. The fr- the frustration he feels of never being on a winner has got to be at an all time high now, right? And I don't think, I don't. He's been there so long. I don't think people go to the game to watch him anymore, no. right? And he's hurt. I mean, yeah. he gets hurt now. He's not a young guy. But anymore. I mean, they've always been the even when they were going to World Series, they were the poor stepchild of the Dodgers. But they yeah. might, they might be. It might be back to. When they were playing on Wrigley Field in 1961, and the Dodgers were playing in their new ballpark, people get very confused by by that because they always say Chicago. They're not in Chicago. It's like, yeah, there, yeah. there were two of them. Yes, there was the one in L.A. That was the old minor league park for the either the they had the two teams they had in the Pacific Coast League were uh-huh. the Los Angeles Angels and the Hollywood Stars. Ooh, they okay. had two teams. I don't know if they both played in Wrigley Field or not, but they had for a while they had two teams. The Pacific Coast League was basically another major league. It was, you know, the players that stay out there and play for 15 years. And I think one year they played 220 games. No way. Yeah. They had this incredible they started playing. I guess you could play in February. They played for months. They played for months and uh at San Diego. San Francisco. Seals, right? Yeah. San Diego. San Diego. No, San Francisco was a seal. Right, right. Yeah. I don't know what San Diego San was. San Diego. They might have been the Padres. Okay. Uh, two at L.A., Oakland, Portland, Seattle. Uh, they had at least, I think they had, two, they might have only had 18. 200-plus games? Yeah, I think they've won here. Well, Maybe played 200. Two, four pitchers. Two, 10 games, yeah, something like that. Yeah, we didn't count innings yeah. back then. I think, <laughs> I don't Maybe 220 might be too many, but 210? I think it was 210 wow. one year. Yeah, they played, they played, they kind of like ignored Major League Baseball because Major League Baseball was not west of St. Louis right. for a long time. And then Kansas City came, and that was, you know, that was the furthest west point for until uh, Dodgers and Giants went out there in 58. And people were saying, how the hell are they going to get out there and play these games? They got to fly out. They got to fly over those mountains. Is that going to work? You know, so it's, uh, yeah, it was, uh, 
it was, uh, I, I mean, I was, as a kid, not aware of the Pacific Coast League. Right. Unless you read the, unless you got a copy of the Sporting News. And right. And then you'd have stats and stuff in there. But I've looked back at the stats. It's, uh, you know, they they had a lot of guys, really good players that just played out there and never bothered with the Major League. Hmm. So that was something. Anyway. How about those Timberwolves? Quite the meltdown. on. I, well, I was at the, the wild game, Pat, um, and my Twitter feed timeline, right? Yeah. Starts to fill up, and it's Fire Finch. Fire, I'm what, sick what of Finch. What are we mad at Finchy about? The end of the game. The, the lineups on the floor. Okay, they because they didn't have at the start of the fourth then, quarter. They didn't have a good offense. I guess at one point they had like uh, Kyle Anderson, McLaughlin, Nasri. It was a, it was yeah, but not a good lineup. I guess. Well, uh, they were mad. Connolly's not playing. Well, that you know, worries that, me. That makes a big difference. Well, he's hamstring he, worries me. Well, we said he was going to wear down. I mean, God Almighty, he's thirty-seven years old soon, and uh, you know he was playing thirty-two, thirty, you know, thirty-two minutes, and uh, they they do need the uh, the other point guard for sure. But you know what? Well, that was a bad loss, San Antonio. But the really bad loss is Charlotte. Yes, they got beat by fifty the next game they played. They come in here and beat you when one of your guys gets 62 points yep. and you urinate the game away, and then they go and get beat by 50. And they've had nine, I think they have nine wins or ten wins or something. I didn't know they got beat by oh, 50. God, they got beat, I think it was 50. It was close well, to check 50. It out. Check it out. After, uh, <laughs> it's it's awful. I think it was the next game. It, but I, I remember seeing that score. It was like. God almighty, they got like 82 points. or something. That was a terrible loss, though, too, because oh, you God. had that game. Yes. Then you just decided to be idiots. And then the coach comes in and says it was, uh, uh, what was his phrase? What was Finchie's phrase for that game? Uh, the Disgusting. Disgusting. Then he kind of had to back off that the next day. He must have seen They something. lost. So, so um, the Hornets, after the loss, or after the win here, Went to Detroit and lost 113-106. Okay, that's not the one I'm thinking. Then they played host to Houston and lost 138-104. And then they played Utah and lost 134-122. Okay. So they've well, lost three I'm consecutive. Wrong. I guess I must have seen the Houston score. And they got your Knicks tonight. Houston Tips. score. Yeah, they're not. They they lost Randall. Julius Randall yeah, is out for a while. That's a so big he one. he dislocated his shoulder. I don't know how long it takes to get back a dislocated shoulder, but... Uh, they have the uh they got the same problem they're uh they're a little little short in uh in the in the up front when somebody gets hurt the sims kid you know uh i think it's charlie's kid isn't it the, the sims from here is their like their third string center okay. and then they got he had to start two games in a row when hartenstein was hurt so mm. any jericho sims yes jericho i think he's charlie's kid or is he grandson? Maybe Charlie's Charlie's grandson. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Okay, he's from here though. I think so. Anyway, holy cow! Thursday night, the East West Shrine Bowl. I remember it's when, Senior Bowl week. I remember when that was a thing. I don't imagine. I wonder if uh, I wonder if we sent anybody to the Senior Bowl to see the. No, we no. The paper never does. We never do. Didn't I we tried to go. Time? I tried to go. They wouldn't yes. let me. Is the. Uh, I suppose it becomes the Senior Bowl or the Combine or something yeah. like that. 
And but both are great for it's it, the Senior Bowl is great because everyone's just walking around, the executives yeah. walking around town going to bars and stuff. Yeah, and this is when you find stuff out. This mm-hmm. is the combine. Yes, uh, Mobile is. Uh, it's it's funny how they end up that they've managed to remain the place where this where they yep. do this thing. Well, they've been threatening to move the combine, you know, out of Indianapolis for a what, while. But what are they upset? What do they want to want people to bid for it yeah, or something? Yes, because the league, city to bid for it. Yes, because the league's convinced it can, do, I, you know, like the draft. The drafts yeah, in Detroit yeah, right, this year. Yeah, yeah, right. The draft is, uh, you know, they're they're paying you to have the draft, but uh, they don't have to do that. They can't, but something's got to stay in house, doesn't it? Is there, are, are people really going to pay to have? Go watch guys run, you know, and throw and stuff. Short answer is maybe. I yeah, don't know they're not I going. Know. I wouldn't bet against anything oh, these guys God, do. No, no, they'll take any any nickel they can get. Indy, though, is great sure. because it's so centrally located. Mm-hmm. You know, you go out to Los Angeles, you got to go across the country. So that's the one good thing is it's right, yes. it's right in the middle of things. And it's, they got. And I don't, don't want to hear, the so they can have right. it. They got the facilities right next to each other. I don't want it here. The one thing that I'm I'm excited that we're that we are going to get that they've had a bunch though is the uh, Big Ten basketball tournaments. Wonder see, uh, they're both here, right? Yes, March. Kale and Clark will be here one week, and then the next. Yep, Kale and Clark might out outdraw the uh, men's team. Oh, uh, I, men's team. I bet. Yeah, I I bet she does. I would say that uh, I don't know. I I suppose quite a few visitors come in for the men's tournament because I the the level of interest right here now in men's college basketball is fairly minimal. Yep. So I bet it'll bring in a lot of people though. I bet you're right. Hopefully they'll be downtown. Who who's got the fever right now in the Big Ten though? And I suppose Purdue does, but you know, they've had all these disappointments. But who in the Michigan State's a disappointment? I'm I'm just saying what yeah. what fans don't have you feel the like the tournament Northwestern still... is a, is a surprise team, but I don't know I don't I feel don't... like when the conference tournaments start though there's just yeah. a natural draw more so than your point about like individual teams. Mm-hmm. I hate the idea that everybody's in it. Though. What are you going to do next year when you got 18 teams? What are you going to do? Are we going to start? Not having the bottom six go or something, if you can't, I don't you know, know, you can't. They're going to have to figure that out. Yeah, aren't you going to have to split for basketball and football this back into divisions? You're going to have to do something. Are you really going to leave? Yeah, them just all grouped, and they just throw darts to see what the schedule is. We got I we're like we got Iowa and Wisconsin as rivals, right? We got we're one of the only schools that got two rivals. Yeah. You know, yep. It's 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 ridiculous. But I just, I mean, what fun is it going to be if you're all grouped together, and now you're just in the basement of the, you know? It it was hilarious though watching the Pac-12 or what, what were we fourteen teams all playing in these bowl games, the strongest conference in the country this year, knowing that it's. It's just blowing up for no reason. Yep. For no reason. Yep. I mean, why, you know, you for an extra $8 million a year in TV money or something, it's incredible. Yes. They, the most unethical people, and they'll just, you know, they'll 
throw you overboard in a 15-minute Zoom call, for God's sakes. Washington and Oregon, yeah, oh, sure, we'll come. We'll go, yep, we'll UCLA, come. USC, yeah. see you later. How can, I mean, it's, you know, I guess it's by age, but the idea, I've talked about it, the idea of getting to go out there and play the West Coast champion in a Rose Bowl yep. was like the dream of your life as a back then and the west those west coast you know I, I wrote something about it the first time we went out there those west coast writers you couldn't trust them they were trying to get information out of murray you know and it was like murray would talk to them until noon tuesday but the gophers were out there two weeks they got uh, I, they arrived on december 18th for a january 2nd game now it's boom it's gone and you got 50 of these damn things, and who cares? Well, you know, even the Rose Bowl, if it's not one of the playoff games, is uh, I, I don't know. They haven't told us yet what they're going to. The first round of, of the 12 team playoffs is going to be campus sites, I think they said. Okay. Right? So, so those won't be bowl games. So 12 plays five. And so are we going to try to fill all the. That, that's my question. Are we going to try to fill these standing bowl games? Or are we going to. But, but we. The Rose Bowl's got the complication because you got the parade. You don't want to cancel the parade. Yeah. You got a hundred and fifty thousand people come and watch the parade, and you're on national television. So you're going to have the football game on December twenty sixth in the semifinal, in the quarterfinals, and then you have the parade five days later. I, I don't. Know. I'm not smart enough to do it, but they got to blow the whole thing up and just start over. Yes, yeah. That's the thing is we're trying to hold on to these yes. things that no one gives a damn about. Yeah. Well, the ACC is like on life support. Yeah. What are you going to have? A 22 team SEC, Big and, Ten, SEC, and and Big Twelve, Big Twelve. Or let's and let's 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 start calling them numerically what they are. Change the name. You know the big. You don't think the Big Ten the big. Maybe? We got the Big 8, then we had the Big 12 with 10 teams in it. Now we got the Big 12 with 14 teams in it. Now we're going to have the Big 12 with 18 teams in it. So you got two Big 18s. What do, do, have we decided on the 12-team playoff, all conference champions make it, right? And then uh, yeah. Then what happens? Then we don't know. I think then they just throw Whoever teams they in. Want. Yeah, they yeah. Want. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. going to do what they want. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think of... Uh, uh, the Michigan, the new Michigan coach, uh, he, he did well filling in with Harbaugh's Hope he team. Jump, drops more F-bombs in, on live TV next year. Okay. Yeah. Remember, he's he's the guy that was crying with Jenny Taft on Fox. Uh, I often love this team. <laughs> I love Coach Harbaugh. Yeah, it, it's all recruiting, and it's all and it's all keeping your players, you know, if, if you get them. And the fact that he loves them doesn't really matter if the well if they if he's not who's harbaugh gonna take is my question yeah that's because there's off no the staff yeah right that's what he could you know, take off the staff right it's not like a pro thing where you can't take guys no no yeah he there's no honor i wonder there. who uh, i wonder who he really is close to on that staff i don't know who he is he's uh he was there to watch his brother go down in flames yep. yesterday though along so. with the old man i mean it is astounding that what these these guys could have been. I mean, they coached the Super Bowl against the other, and they could have been one could have been the national champion, and the other could have been the Super Bowl champion this mm-hmm. year. But Harb, the other John Harbaugh's 
he got a little bit of a problem here with winning the big ones. So uh, that, with the teams he's got, what they've they've kicked away some games yeah. over the years. Well, and they, they did not in that loss to Kansas City. They did not help themselves too. No, that was no. a really poorly coached game. Oh God, they yeah, they were. You're right. They what? What you ran the ball all year? What the hell are you doing? Well, you're playing in January in Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They were not. Uh, and you need to keep the ball because you don't want it to the hands of number 15. That's the other thing I didn't get. Yeah, he was. Uh, I, I The idea that this Kansas City team's going back to the Super Bowl after seeing them halfway. They came in here and grunted and groaned and had to crawl on their bellies. to. The Vikings handed them that game, basically. They, were, yeah. they did not look good in here. Kelsey didn't do much in that game, right? No. He got hurt. Did I see this correct? In the middle of the third quarter, they targeted him 11 times and he caught 11 passes. Yeah. Yeah. They showed that stat. Pretty incredible. No wonder Taylor wants to marry him. Yeah. I only saw Taylor once, but I wasn't watching closely. Did we only get her after the one touchdown? No, they showed her a couple times. A couple times. Yeah. He scored two touchdowns, right? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. And and then post game there was a ton of she came on the field. Oh, really? She was down the field. Um his brother was down the field. The old man was down there. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to see. That's going to be a hell of a wedding because Jason's going to be the, uh, the best man. And well, what's she going to, they're going to be some hijinks. She's going to get kidnapped and taken to the bar. You know what the problem is? <laughs> you know what the problem is? What? If she's, if she's happy, songwriting is going to suffer. Yes, it is. You don't write your best songs no. when you're happy. Yeah. Well, we need she, you miserable. All, all of her songs are about Breaking up yeah. with egomaniacs. Well, she and she started in country. Like she's yeah, right. It, yeah. That's your thing, right? That's yes, right. You yeah. can't sing about how the, you know the dog, <laughs> no. the dog and wife or husband yeah, left me. Yeah, if you're, you're happy, come in. You're gonna have to sing about There's nothing how, worse than happy you're songs. Have to see about how happy she is and I mean, love. Well, and like, stuff. what do you write? It's gonna be terrible. She's got another year to go on this. This is a two-year thing she's on. No, the tour. She's yeah, in fact, on. she's gonna be in. Uh, I think she's gonna be somewhere in Japan. The day before the Super Bowl, but, but because of where the timeline is, she's going to get back. She's got time. a jet airplane, though. Yep. I don't think. Yeah, she's yeah. not. Gonna, <laughs> you don't think she's going to be in the back of the no, Delta plane? I don't, I don't think. Uh, I don't think. Oh man, we're waiting for the plane to, plane to get here from Seoul. I don't think. I was in L.A. once, flying to. Uh, I guess I was just flying home on the red eye, and uh, I got was out there. Got out there early for the red eye after some. I don't know, World Series or whatever the hell it was. Coming back, I always flew to Red Eye home from when you come to something in L.A., you know. Love the Red Eye. And they said, uh, the plane is in Seoul. That's a bad feeling oh, when they tell you the plane oh, no. is in Seoul. We're trying to get another one in here. Oh. Got to take a long time from Seoul to L.A. Oh, my God, yeah. I, I don't think, I don't know what we did. I I, I think they might have got us another plane about five hours later. The Red Eye's great, Be- because it's the only time that I don't care how much you, you hate to sleep on a plane, you can't help yourself. I'm uh, I'm I'm back in the flying adventure tomorrow, going to Fort Myers. So, uh, oh, you're leaving tomorrow? Leaving tomorrow uh, later, one thirty in the afternoon. But I'm I'm wondering, uh, you know, sometimes you get the airport. Now I haven't flown. I've flown twice a year lately, but. It's a mess out there, man. Yeah. It's a mess. A lot of lines. A lot of lines. Yeah. A lot of lines. It feels like the check. And I don't fly enough now to have any. Your checkpoint thing. Yeah. I don't have any. Uh, Priorities. 
Plus, the TSA line, the the line that that you're that's supposed to be faster, is sometimes longer than the regular old stiff line. And you're so, leaving this weather. I know. It's a car. We we could play two today. Is uh, yeah, it is. I was talking to the. We were saying Thursday at the luncheon that should play a game today. Well, snow should, on Target Field. I mean Friday at Friday yeah. at the lunch. Yeah, there's no snow. Uh, by the way. The Diamond Awards need a redo. They need a uh, they need a TV sponsor. They need a TV station to be a uh, uh, enterprise like BSN to run it to keep it in some kind of a time constraint. This is part of why I didn't go. She went two fifty. I hear. I left. I laugh. I, I I wanted to see Dick join the club. You know, join the. You're in uh, it. Yeah, join Carniel. the club. Stelly's in it. He's in it now. Yeah. Dick's in it. The Herb Carniel thing. So congratulations, Dick, for being one of the guys. But uh, I I had to leave. Uh, the the doctor from the University of Minnesota had done wonderful things with Parkinson's. He went twenty minutes. Then they had a video afterwards that repeated everything the doctor said for 20. So, you know, Doc, you're not talking to a medical group here. You're talking to a group of sports fans who have been do- donating generously yep. to your fund, but uh, you you can't go 20 minutes. Sorry, Doc. It's, it just doesn't. It's gonna... I had the bride drop me off because I didn't know what the crowd, you know, what the parking situation and everything was going to be. I went out and I got me the Uber. Uber. Oh, did you? I got the Uber about, uh, with about an hour left. I, I hated to leave, but uh, plus that place, the armory's dark. You couldn't see where anybody was. And it was, uh, it was, it was, yeah. I went last year. I said to myself, this is too long, so I didn't go this year. They're going to have to do it again. They're going to have to, here's what they should do. When they introduce a winner, this, you don't have to do the sit down on the couch, ask two stupid questions thing. Just have him, have him talk for 30 Who asked seconds. the questions this year? Dick. Oh, he did? Yeah. And then he, I don't know if he asked himself the questions after he won or what it was, but. Uh, well, I know that Dick was really happy for you last year, so I I'm, was, glad, I was I'm glad you reciprocated. I was happy for him, and I wished I could have stayed, but <laughs> they drove me out with the, uh, with the uh, you know, it was. We were approaching two hours, and we, you know. So what you're saying is pace of banquet was off. The the best was the auctioneer, though. The auctioneer was good at really making people give him a thousand more than they really wanted to. They waved him off, and he kept uh, down there, and okay. They had wives screaming at him, don't do it. But they were were waving their hand, and uh, he he made them. I don't know how much, but I'm always concerned. I'm accidentally go, going to bid on on, yeah, on something. How much? Uh, you know, you hate to do that. It's, my wife, when I get her there with silent auctions, she's she she has a tendency to buy stuff and just write it, you know, her name in there. And when it's done, she only bid. You end up with it once in a while. Yeah, but make sure you're bidding. A, Make sure you're bidding on something that you're going to get outbid on, honey. That's uh, <laughs> that's what we want here. Those silent ones are dangerous. All right. All Talk righty. to you. Uh, I'll be in Florida when we do this next week. So we'll do it. Though. All right. Sounds we'll good. Go.